You are listening to Joyful Noise, a sermon series by Pastor Bay Allen. Hello there, and welcome to Pastor Baycast. Today is uh, an interesting podcast. Normally, you will hear just the message from Sunday when I preached it, um, but this last week I was away at a missions conference, and so I, someone else came and delivered a message um, on hospitality, and I hear they did a wonderful job. Um, and so here is my message, my notes uh, on that same subject of hospitality, using a different scripture than they used. Um, but still just uh, just wrapping our, our hearts around what it means to be more hospitable, uh, especially in today's culture, what that could look like. And so um, without further ado, we're going to dig right in. Uh, today's scripture comes from Genesis chapter 18, verses 1 through 10. Um, let's, enter, let's enter into this scripture together. The Lord appeared to Abraham by the oaks of Mamre, and he sat at the entrance of his tent in the heat of the day. He looked up and saw three men standing near him. When he saw them, he ran from the tent entrance to meet them and bowed down to the ground. He said, My Lord, if I find favor with you, do not pass by your servant. Let a little water be brought and wash your feet and rest yourselves under the tree. Let me bring a little bread that you may refresh yourselves and after that you may pass on since you have come to your servant. So they said, Do as you have said. And Abraham hastened into the tent to Sarah and said, Make ready quickly three measures of choice flour, knead it, and make cakes. Abraham ran to the herd and took a calf, tender and good, and gave it to the servant, who hastened to prepare it. Then he took herds and milk and the calf that he had prepared and set it before them, and he stood by them under the tree while they ate. They said to him, Where is your wife, Sarah? And he said, There in the tent. Then one said, I will surely return to you in due season, and your wife Sarah shall have a son. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. And so today it it just speaks to me of hospitality. This scripture, this scene with Abraham and the three strangers, it talks about hospitality. Um, And I remember a few years back I was at Disney. Uh, My father uh, was was there and he ended up basically taking a heart attack at the the gate, at the entrance. And and Disney went way out of their way to be hospitable. It was insane. Um, I mean, everywhere you look in the park, they're known for entertainment, many things. But hospitality is one of their strong points. Uh, anyone will tell you that. And they ended up making sure that he was uh, rushed, taken care of to the hospital. Um, they ended up rerouting my mom's room. She was staying in one of the resorts there and they rerouted it. So it was, uh, she had a room at a hotel right there by the hospital where my dad was, uh, where my dad was moved to. Um, they ended up comping our family like uh, three different days each uh, just because we didn't have that time to spend as a full family. Um, and so their, their hospitality was just remarkable. And I started thinking about hospitality and how Abraham ran out to meet these strangers. And sometimes I think we don't have eyes to see. Do, I mean, do we have eyes to see God when God shows up? Because take notice, Abraham wasn't in his favorite seat at his local church. He was in his normal day-to-day environment, his own tent. And the Lord appeared to Abraham, it says. Do we have eyes to see when the Lord shows up? People spend their whole lives wondering when God will show up, if God will show up. What if God already has? 
What if that homeless family on the street, you know, the one with the cardboard sign saying, need to feed my kids, or whatever that cardboard sign it reads in your area, in your normal day-to-day environment, what if God has already shown up? You know, we're, we're talking, it's in the news all the time, and people are go up going all over about refugees at the border. And perhaps you dismiss that as being political when actually it's not a political issue at all, but flesh and blood. You know, lives seeking the ability to live. That's, that's not a political thing, but human beings. Uh, what if God has already appeared to us in the form of a stranger, in the words of an, on a cardboard sign? What if we just don't have eyes to see? I hope that we would welcome God. I hope that surely we would welcome God if God showed up. If God showed up on the border of our tent, I hope we would run out to welcome instead of sending out border control, instead of saying, maybe if I built a wall, I could keep out all the riffraff. Surely we would know God and recognize God in our midst, right? What if God already showed up and we can't see? What if where Abraham ran out to see God, to meet God, what if we instead focused our efforts on running God off our land, <laughs> saying, get out, separating God from God's own children, putting them all in cages? What if where Abraham bowed down, instead we bowed out of that opportunity for relationship altogether? Thinking if we lock ourselves inside and turn off the lights and lock our doors, they're, they're going to think we're not home, right? What if? Yeah, I'm spending a lot of time talking about what if, because for many of us, we think God showing up is a what if, a hypothetical. Many of us don't believe God will show up, much less wrestle with the idea that God already has, that God is already here in our midst in the form of stranger nonetheless. We have a hard time seeing God in our neighbor in the stranger. There are people that say rude, ignorant things like go back to where you came from to those who are not even foreign, those who have lived among us their whole lives. They are a part of us. Some people refuse to see self in other, much less to see God in other. Abraham didn't have a hard time seeing. We see in today's scripture, how can we be more like Abraham? Three men it says, it does not say nor imply that there was a great cloud of smoke, a, a pillar of fire, a burning bush, a sea being parted. It says he saw three men and ran to meet them. Abraham could see God, even in three men, three strangers standing by a tree. They probably looked like everybody else. Yet he knew, he knew that God was there. I think we can learn from Abraham today. We were created in the image of God. We need to learn to see God in one another. We need to learn to see God in one another. Abraham went out of his way, ran to meet them. He didn't run the other way. He ran to meet them. We can learn a great deal about hospitality in this one action, that running. It's a joyful noise of hospitality. The sound of footsteps running to meet the stranger is a joyful noise. Running to welcome someone, not sitting still, not waiting for them to come to you. That is a joyful noise. Hospitality goes hand in hand with missions work, compassion work, justice work. It's all yoked together. How are we, how are we being hospitable and not hostile? How are we being hospitable, making a joyful noise in service to others, making it a priority? Because in serving one another, we are serving God. 
How are we already doing it and how can we do it better? Because Jesus said, whenever you have done this for the least of these, you have done it unto me. How can we better see God among us in the stranger in need? I don't want this message today to make you think that you've arrived in any way, uh, to make you think you've got it all together, saying, I already am hospitable. Even if you do hospitality well, how can you take it to the next level? Notice that Abraham uh, isn't like, you know, I like this person. Or or they look nice, so I'm going to serve them. It's the other way around. Abraham, the host, submits to the guest. If I find favor with you, do not pass by without allowing me to serve you, is what Abraham is saying. I always marveled at this story. Abraham brings water, washes their feet. Abraham, the host, taking a serving role. We saw someone in the New Testament do this, remember? Jesus. Jesus washed his disciples' feet. Many people, theologians, scholars, they they say that these three men represent the Holy Trinity, Father, Son, Spirit. What if the reason Jesus washed the feet of his disciples all those years later in the New Testament is directly connected to the hospitality he received way back in Genesis from Abraham? What if it was an echo? When you make a joyful noise, I hope it echoes. As a musician, I understand a thing or two about echo, you know, reverberation. There's always an echo, always. But depending on the environment you are in, that dictates how vast, how long the echo continues after your initial noise is made. Some noises go on and on, echoing, echoing, bouncing off walls, and some fade quickly into a space. So there's seemingly no echo. It's relative to your environment. For an example, in a recording studio, a professional recording studio, it is designed to eliminate echo. So you have what's known as a dead room, right? And then you have where most people get to sing their hearts out, which is in the bathroom. And that's usually very a lot of echo. And people are like, I sound good in the shower, right? And then there's a large auditorium where when everyone else says you sound good outside of the shower, you get to sing in. And then there's like the Grand Canyon, you know, where it just goes, hello, 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 hello. Are you making a joyful noise in a way that it can bounce off of some mountains? Like a cavernous space where the echo keeps going for a while? Or are you closed off in your tent? If Abraham ran into his tent and was only hospitable to his wife, ignored God outside, ignored those three strangers, what would have happened to his echo, his hospitality? Perhaps Jesus wouldn't have washed his disciples' feet. Who knows? I'm closing up here. Instead of looking at strangers, let's see God. How can we also not only see, but serve and not invite them to come to us, but go running to meet them where they are? Again, not just inviting them to come to us, but inviting them to, if we find favor with you, allow us to to come to you, to meet you where you are. Allow us to serve you, not expecting them to meet us where we are, but truly meet them where they are. How can we become more hospitable, like Abraham, like Jesus? How can we be more 
hospitable. This week, I challenge you to go out of your way to meet someone where they are, not expecting to change them, not expecting them to show up at at church because you're kind to them, but rather, I challenge you to meet someone where they are so that you may see God in a different way, and so that you may experience hospitality in a different way, and so that you may make a joyful noise in a different way. May you have eyes to see and feet to run to meet your God, whatever God may look like. Amen and amen. Have a peaceful week, my friends. God bless.